Hey guys, welcome back to Kingdom Business TV. Uh, on this one, I want to talk to you about three marketing ideas, low-cost marketing ideas that work right now during ISO. So I'm filming this hopefully at the end of coronavirus, uh, but we've still got lockdown in certain parts of Australia and beyond. And so kind of distilling down what are the nuances around now, what's working now, and I kind of want to put those into three strategies and give you enough thoughts and details that you'll be able to go away and do them. By the way, do me a favor, please subscribe to my channel by hitting the subscribe button and the bell, and you'll get the alerts of all of the future episodes. It'd mean the world to me if you would do that. All right, the first strategy I want to talk to you about is, uh, is basically LinkedIn search and direct message, right? So not LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn ads are brilliant, but their CPM is really expensive. So you've either got to have a product with massive margins or probably have raised a whole bunch of venture capital so you can burn it um, and get a customer at any cost. That's kind of where LinkedIn works best. So I just want to look at more of an organic strategy. Um, and we're going to be playing on all the toys today. We're going to have the laptop, we're going to have the iPad, we're going to have the, the flip chart. Uh, so we're going to have a bit of a look now uh, inside LinkedIn. And I kind of want to show you what I mean by, um, it's basically we call it the sniper strategy. So if I click on LinkedIn and we get inside, you know, one of the most underutilized tools within LinkedIn is the search bar. You know, like <clears throat> LinkedIn's search bar is probably its greatest feature, in my opinion, right? Better than the search bar on any other social media platform. You know, on Insta, you can search tags and that gives you, you know, because you can search tags for a town or a region and you can find out who the top posters are and reach out to those people. So that's a really good strategy. But actually, you can, you can find industries and companies in geographical areas just by doing a search. Um, you know, Facebook search is terrible in terms of finding, you know, it's a name and there's a billion people with every name. So, so it's not very good, but this is amazing. And, uh, and I'll give you an example. I was talking to one of our clients yesterday and they're a lighting consultant, right? And, and they said, well, our, you know, our best relationships are with architects. And so literally, I, I, you know, like you, you can literally just go to a search bar. I, I mean, it's here from yesterday, Architect Sydney. So I actually put the, you know, you can put the industry and the region in the search bar and it will drag all of the architects from Sydney that it can find into one search. All right, so we've got all these people here. And, and by the way, you, you know, this guy had, a, he had some nuances of certain types of architects, certain size firms that were better than others. And so this just allows him to go in there and go, all right, well, what's Maggie got? Maggie, he can go in there, he can, have, he can spend, you know, 15 seconds looking through and saying, okay, yes or no, that's the right kind of architect and so forth, right? And then all he does is hit connect, sends a connect message to Maggie. Uh, they won't all say yes. Um, and, uh, and, and I think it's nice to send the connection. Um, and then when you get that, then you can literally just send a message. And that's the sniper strategy because you're picking them one at a time. There is a limit to the amount of messages you can send every day. Uh, but you should probably, if this is, you know, if you're gonna do this strategy, get LinkedIn Premium so you can send a few more. And literally just start sending messages. Now, here's, here's how it doesn't work. Here's how it doesn't work. If you just cut and paste the same message to everybody, it doesn't work. You've got to write there. You've got, to, you've got to put yourself in the shoes of the person receiving it. The minute it has a sense of, you know, common language, or, or then we just think it's bulk spam and we give it no attention. You've got to write these like you're writing uh, an individual email to somebody, right? So you kind of want to think through, 
you want to be chatty and colloquial in your language, actually, because because everybody else is trying to be corporate and professional and, and, and they just won't see it. So you kind of want to be chatty like you're already friends. But the best thing you could do is actually be interested in them as a human. Go find something about their profile and factor that in. You, you could even template where you insert, like find something about their profile that's, that's worth mentioning and you drop that in there and you start to send it out, right? Um, one of the things that I find interesting is no one wants to do a strategy like this because they think it's unscalable because it's one at a time. And everyone's trying to do all the big strategies where you do something once and you get a trillion customers. Well, a lot of those aren't working right now in ISO. So I would say to you, like, this is, this is scaling the unscalable, right? You know, you do 50 of these a day or something or 20 of these a day or something. Not everyone's going to write back to you. Maybe only 10% of people engage with you, but that's 10% of people that you've been able to cut through. And then from LinkedIn, you can have a chat. And if there's a good fit, move them to a Zoom call or maybe a physical meeting if travel is allowed. But this is just a way of getting to a large amount of people, you know, 20 a day, 50 a day, whatever you can do you know, for, for three weeks and then and then just seeing how many people you get to engage with. But the targeting is absolutely phenomenal, right? Let's just do another one just for fun. Um, accountants Brisbane. And then here we go. We've got all of the staff that work at different size firms. So I don't know, I don't know, uh, I've got, I've got joint connections with some of these people that comes up with those people first. Um, but, you know, I can just quickly go and have a look and see what kind of accounting firm they are, whether they do the kind of work that I want to go and connect with. And, and by the way, there's a hundred pages of people there that it has been able to find that I can send connections to and then send a message and go, hey, Duncan, um, just had a look at your profile and noticed that we've got some friends in common, da, 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 da. you know, I'm looking to make connections with people. Blah, 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 blah. Right, send, send, send. You know, people say, oh, I don't have time for this. Well, you either don't have time, you've either got time or customers. If you don't have customers, you've got time, right? You know, this is the kind of thing, it doesn't take a huge amount of time. It takes consistency and it takes discipline. If you can find an extra 10 minutes a day, then you could maybe send two of these a day. If that's two a day that you're not sending now, then you're touching more lives and impacting more people and that's gonna be a better thing for you, okay? Do that consistently forever without trying to measure the ROI in seven days then you will be able to look back and say, okay, I was able to engage with these people, right? So that's something that you can do right now. It's totally controllable by you, right? I, I'm trying to take, you know, this, this strategy doesn't depend on Facebook algorithm or LinkedIn algorithm or, or, you know, whatever, the trend in anything. This is literally something that is controllable by you that you can have the discipline to do every single day and you should go do it. All right, the second strategy that I want to talk to you about is Google Ads. Um, I'm a really big fan. I think they're hotter than ever. A whole bunch of people have pulled their marketing spend because of coronavirus and it'll come back with a vengeance. So you might want to jump in now before everybody comes in and outbids you. So Google Ads is cheaper and people are spending time searching more than ever before, right? So you want to make sure that you are jumping on this, right? So a couple of things, you know, to, to kind of remember when it comes to doing an uh, a Google ad and they, you may be already running them. You might want to go and tweak the ones that you've got, right? So the first thing you do is you pick a keyword and you may run more than one keyword, but listen, go with the most obvious keywords. If you're not running AdWords right now, or even if you are, pick the most common, obvious, most expensive keyword. Do not try and hack Google and outsmart them, because you won't. Um, don't try and outsmart them by picking obscure keywords that are like long tail, 
They might be cheap because they don't work. Go with the most obvious keyword. If you're a plumber on the Gold Coast, plumber Gold Coast, all right? So, so pick your keyword and pick the most obvious one. There's a couple of things that, that you really need to make sure that you maximize. When it comes to the heading, you get three. You get three headings to basically divided by lines like this. Make sure you utilize all three, okay? When it comes to the description, make sure you use all 180 characters. And when it comes to your 180 characters, let me try and give you even more value. Make sure that in your 100, write it like, write it like a human reads it, not like, you know, short little weird sentences. Like, like just, just write it like a human's going to read it and not a marketer, okay? But in here, include two things in your 180 characters. Include something that makes you unique and a call to action, okay? Include those things in your description, you know, whatever. And, and that could be one of the things that makes you unique is we've got the largest buying power, which means we can, you know, give you the best prices. Go onto our website today to get a 5% discount, whatever. Like just a call to action. Call now for an obligation-free quote. You know, go and download a gallery of modern images, whatever. Like, just I want to be tactical and help you out. Understand that that you know those two things need to be included in your description. By the way, if I'm being super valuable to you, do me a favor and subscribe to the channel. All right, and then we get a whole bunch of extensions that we need to have, and this is where most people miss out. We need to have site links. Okay, you got to have site links on every campaign. Right? That means that you know, if it, with your ad, people can actually click on a link. Instead of clicking on the headline and going to your homepage, they can click on a certain page and go to a certain page of the website instead of having to go to the homepage to find that page. So you can have a contact us page, you can have a view our gallery, testimonials page, pricing page, whatever you want to do, right? but get site links happening on there. The next one we need is we need call outs. Understand that this is just text. It's more text. You can have four of them. They're 25 or 30 characters each. So you, all it is is more text on your ad. The more text you include and the more of these tools you turn on, the bigger your ad, the more real estate you take, the more clicks you're going to get. Then you need to have a call extension. Now, unfortunately, they're called something similar, call outs and call extensions. But this is putting a phone number on there. Whether you opt for a Google number or your mobile number, You've got to put the phone number on there, right? Ultimately, we want people to call you. So why add the friction of making them go to the homepage to go to the contact us page to find your phone number, right? You're adding friction. Just give them your phone number because then they just call you straight away, okay? Um, so you've got to have all of those things and you want to make sure that if, if you're a physical business that you want people to come to your location, then make sure you set up your location settings, okay? Which means you have to jump through the hoops of Google My Business. Right, which is a little thing you've got to go and do. That way, that way you can actually say, this is my business. Then you get the map location. You can add the location of your business to your ad so that when somebody sees it, they can click on it on their phone or whatever. They get the location. They can get directions straight to you. Okay? You need all of that. Do not do Google ads unless you are doing all of those things. Okay? It, you're just burning money. 75 to 80% of ads that I look at on Google Ads are rubbish and they don't work. Why? Because they don't turn on all the tools, right? You want to make sure that you use every single one of those. All right, the third strategy is one that gets completely overlooked by most people because it feels a little bit 1985 and yet it's incredible and that's referrals. 
referrals. And I'm talking about right now, I'm trying to teach you something that like during lockdown, during ISO is gonna be valuable to you, referrals. Here's why. <clears throat> the world has become a lot more uh, feelings based during this pandemic, right? There's a lot of soul searching going on. A lot of conversations happening between people that wouldn't normally have, right? You go, how are you? And how is everything with you? And, and it's a beautiful thing. But, but the, the relationships actually are tighter uh, in many cases these days. And so one of the dynamics that's evolved is relationships between sort of suppliers and customers is just a little bit friendlier than it has been in the past because we've taken time to kind of be interested in other people, maybe a little bit more than normal. And so given the fact that relationships are a little bit higher right now, now is the time that you go back to your current customers and you, you softly ask for introductions or referrals or you know, whatever, uh, to open the door for you to have a relationship with somebody else. So let me kind of draw out how, how I would attack this, okay? So uh, if we were to look at a bit of a, an X and a Y axis here, um, up the left being emotion, like the level of emotion that your products and services bring, and down the bottom, a timeline, then everybody's different on how this looks, all right? So, um, so emotion would be highest at different times with different businesses, okay? So I'll just kind of think of some. Um, like joining a gym, for example, when is emotion at its highest? Emotion is at its highest for 90 7% of people at the moment they join, right? So they join the gym, they fill in the paperwork, they feel fitter and better and sharper and leaner than they ever have, right? But then of course, what, what happens is they either don't go to the gym or the reality kicks in that it's a lot of hard work and so emotion drops. Now, if they're one of the few percent that go to the gym and actually see gains, then, then maybe it peaks higher than the original join. But for most people, that would just bounce around. What about another one? What about... Um, what about somebody who, uh, who uh, buys a new car? Well, if you buy a new car, you're pretty, like it's, it's an emotional time at the very start, you're excited, but then what happens is, you know, you're, you're emotional here, but then you meet a car salesman, so it's gonna go down because you're gonna have to go to a car yard and deal with those people. They're not all bad, but mostly. But then you're gonna find the car you want and go and collect it, and then, you know, that's gonna be a much higher emotional high than starting to look for one. And then, of course, you know, if you're in Australia, then you're going to go to your local Westfield and then somebody's going to bang their door into it within about seven days. So emotion's going to drop. So there's a whole bunch of different times that emotion is at its highest, depending on your business, right? You might have a business that starts low and peaks high and stays there for a while. So the reason why I say all of that is because you want to bear in mind asking for referrals at a time when emotion's at its highest. Um, you know, and here's how I would set it up. With every single time we ask for a referral, I would seek permission first. That way we remove a lot of the weirdness around it, right? So I'd say, hey, Bob, you know, whatever emotions that's high, I just want to check in with you. Just want to check you're happy. You know, you're happy with this new car that you've brought. You're happy with the gym membership. You know, you're happy with our accounting services. You're happy with the, the lawns, you know, mode that, that we've done for you, whatever your products and services are. You, you ask that question first because, because that way, if they say no, then you don't go and ask for a referral, right? You do a different strategy, which is go fix the problem. 
But if they say, yes, we're happy, then, then they kind of can't back out to the request for referral and you don't have any weirdness around it because they've already told you that they're happy. So Bob, I just want to check in with you. You're happy with our products and services? Yeah, they're all really good. Well, Bob, and then you just do the ask and you can do the ask in one of 700 ways, right? It could be, well, Bob, I've got an event coming up uh, and I would really like it if you could consider some of your friends to bring along to this event with you. Or it might be, Bob, I really like doing business with people like you. And you remember how Mary introduced you and now we've done business together? Well, I'd love it if you could introduce somebody else. Or it might be, hey, Bob, um, you know, I'm going through a growth phase at the moment and I would love some introductions. I'd like to work with more people. Do you think you could help me out by you know, introducing me by email or, or you know, giving me some names and I can go and reach out to those people? Or, hey, Bob, we're at your business right now. You know, would you mind if you introduce me to the factory next door so that I can go and start to... So you just got to do it the way it suits your business. Now, here's what's really interesting. Relationships higher now because of COVID. People are taking more time to want to help each other now more than they have been in a long time. Now is the time for you to kind of make those requests and you will find that people want to help you. You know, you know, like one of the things people say, how do you double a business? How do you double a business? Well, the way you double a business is you get every one of your customers to find you another one. If every one of your customers found you another one, by all, all things being equal, you would double your business. And, and by the way, it can be that simple. And so, so I guess I would say to you that, you know, just, just write a script, you know, write a script for how you do the ask, document when to do the ask, and then go through a process over the next few months of whenever a customer gets to that emotional high, pull the trigger, systemize it if you need to with your team, and make sure that you ask every single person, every single time, you know, to, to give you a referral. And not everybody will. Some will, some won't. Some will give you three, some will give you one, some will give you none. But over the course of a year, what's it going to be worth asking? If it gets you one client, then it's definitely worth doing. What's your number one marketing strategy right now? Put that in the comments below for me. What is the number one marketing strategy that's bringing you leads right now? Let's, let's pull on the, the global think tank of people that watch the show. What's the number one? Put it in the comments below and, uh, and I'll read it there and I will get back to you. Well, I'm keeping this episode short because I want you to get back to your business so that you can do these things. Why don't you take time literally now? Why don't you take time literally now, open up LinkedIn, start doing a search. Why don't you open up Google and start thinking about all the site links and the call outs and, and, how you, and, and the scripts for your ad. Why don't you literally train your team on how to do referrals? Because if you don't execute on this stuff, absolutely nothing changes. And you know my goal. My goal is 10,000 kingdom entrepreneurs building businesses, profitable businesses so we can fund our churches, fund projects and build influence. Anyway, I'll see you next week. See ya. No sleep, no rest. Might crash, might. But first I stretch. Tell them run it off.